Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. We're here with Alex Shotwell, Art, um, Area Director of Sales uh, for Orange County in San Diego for Marriott International. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Well, I'm excited to be here. All right. Um, and, you know, you've been in this business for a long time in a multitude of big convention markets. Um, so maybe um, before we kind of ask our questions for planners, maybe uh, give our listeners an idea of your experience. Oh, I'd be happy to. I've had the pleasure of working in Las Vegas, mostly in Southern California, been connected to convention centers in Las Vegas, Los Angeles, San Diego, Anaheim, Phoenix. Uh, I've spent most of my time, though, in La- uh, Las Vegas and Anaheim, so I'm happy to share some insight today. Great. And, um, you know, what I was thinking is that, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are veteran planners, who've been doing it for 20-plus years, also some who are just starting out. You've seen a lot of big shows. You've sold, serviced, experienced huge shows and probably seen a lot of uh, disasters, near disasters, and uh, disasters averted in your career. Maybe what are three things you think are that you would give advice to for meeting planners uh, not to do or to look out for when they're doing a big uh, convention or a meeting program? Well, let me start with one thing that sounds obvious but can be very difficult. We understand that meeting planners often have uh, challenging tasks put forth by meeting planners, their their stakeholders, the, the people they're servicing, the shows they're working with, sometimes don't give them the information they need to relay to the hotels. But really taking the time to understand the timeline and how it can impact service. So if someone's going to withhold a rooming list or details or delay BEOs, you know, just understanding how that can really impact the service and delivery of an event. So sharing that with the customer and making sure they know in advance that, you know, if those things happen, you know, it can really jeopardize the success of the event. So the first thing is try to manage that timeline and get information in on time or clearly communicate the risks to all of the people involved with the event. And what do you do to uh, sort of move it along if uh, someone is not getting back to you in a timely fashion with that timeline? Sadly, some things like you might lose your suites if you don't get your rooming listed on time. Uh, you might lose meeting space if you don't get your details in on time. Uh, they might not be able to deliver the food experience you wanted if you don't get the details in on time or get the count right. Or you could be in a space that isn't the right size. There mm-hmm. are a, a multitude of issues that can arise if you don't manage that timeline correctly. And nobody likes surprises in the end, right? That's absolutely right. That's tough. You know. Uh, the teams will all do absolutely everything they can do to make things work. You know, and I, I will tell you, I've seen more miracle workers and our events team and our staff with Marriott um, at every stop of the way. Um, but if we can avoid the situation where they have to pull off a miracle, it's better for everybody. And then um, what's another tip uh, you think uh, planners should know from your years of experience in the industry? Well, I would say uh, having detailed history is extremely important you know hotels are having to try to manage their inventory the best they can they're under a lot of pressure to sell out and so when a a planner knows that they're going to use every single room in their room block and they've got the history to back it up share that information up front it really helps versus if they built in a padded you know 10 or 20 percent of the block you know share that up front too Um, it just be transparent you know, a lot of times we talk to meeting planners and sometimes they don't know how it's going to work out. But then we work on it and we learn together and we look for trends and metrics to help us both better guess what's going to happen with that room block. So 
you know, just making sure they're transparent about what they do or do not know about the block, it, it will make a huge difference. And I think if you're up front and if you have a good history, I mean, a person in your position wants their business again, right? Or they want it down the line in another one of your properties. So, um, you know, it's, it's important to maintain that relationship. You know, one of the benefits of the Marriott, of Marriott's convention resort network is we will share information from one property to the next. So when you choose to work with Marriott, we, we sort of take some of that risk, um, you know, uh, out of the hands of the planner or the individual situation, and we sort of take that on ourselves because we've got so much history from one property to the next, we can make it easier for the planner. It's one of the big benefits. We call it a, a post-con handoff between hotels and the convention resort network. It's a commitment we make to our meeting planners, a promise that we're gonna share those meeting details from one Marriott property to the next and help that event you know, be as smooth and as successful as possible. And all right, how about one final piece of advice? I know you're probably saving the best for last, so uh, <laughs> let them have it. <laughs> okay, um, maybe for uh, newer planners um, or even veteran experienced planners, you know, spend some time understanding what's important to the hotel and important to the customer. Every hotel is a little bit different. They all have slightly different objectives. And so just understanding where the flexibility is and where it isn't from hotel to hotel will make it easier. Uh, sometimes people go from one city, maybe they're in Las Vegas and they uh, are able to negotiate some terms and they want the same terms or think they might get those same terms later on in another city. And so the best thing I would say is try to get everything that you need up front in that agreement so that there's less guesswork. You know, mm -hmm. just put it all in the agreement so that way there's no question, you know, if you wait and try to get extra things loaded in after the agreement is signed, it becomes very difficult from city to city. So get it all in the agreement. And uh, how about, uh, you know, how about the, uh, the uh, Lognop, the extra thing here? Uh, <laughs> what are some of the trends you're seeing out there uh, out in the, in the marketplace for, uh, for meetings and events? What are some of the new things you're seeing, new things you're trying, and new things you're uh, facilitating throughout the CRN? Well, you know, there's so much creativity out there. I think people are recognizing that um, the experience, the food experience, the food and beverage experience and the expectations of it have dramatically changed. People are now building pop-up restaurants instead of letting people choose you know, off of a catering menu. So there's an expectation to deliver a restaurant-style experience in meeting space on a large scale for thousands of people in a reception to hundreds of people, but that's the, expectation. that's the expectation now. So our teams are doing that. I think they're raising the bar on health and wellness. It's fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Oh, it's a pleasure. Pleasure to be here today. Thanks. And thank you for listening to this Meetings Today podcast. Uh, feel free to stop over at our website at meetingstoday.com under the podcast section or www.meetingstoday.com forward slash podcast to learn more from industry experts about a variety of issues affecting the meetings industry. Thank you and have a great rest of the day.